0: Log TALK RADIO Oh, no no intro music? Oh, I thought we were getting some intro music, maybe. Let's go a little bit. A little taste. Wow, bringing us back to the old smoke ring and shit. Well, this yeah. is a motherfucking <laughs> rots, man. Holy crap. We're back!
1: Where were you, Ben? Where are you? Where were
0: you when we needed you? Where, where you? <laughs> yeah, no, I I was here. Was here. Oh yeah, it's been a hell of a year.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a, since like the season finale of Walking Dead. I mean, I've seen it, uh six or whatever eight. Where what are
0: they on now? I don't even what? know. What? Yeah, okay. I think they just finished eight. Right, we're in the middle of season eight.
1: Oh yeah. And yeah.
0: I'm sorry, guys. We love the show. Don't get me wrong. But I fucking I think hate the ab- show. I'm tired of I, the show already.
1: I think our absence I, 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 pretty much said that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many how many viewers or how many listeners do we lose just by saying we don't like Walking Dead anymore?
1: It's my game listeners.
0: yeah, that's. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's just the thing is, it's started to get to the point where it's like, come on, man, it's been rinse and repeat about the same kind of plan. Find a place. Fight the guys that want the place. Lose the place. Move on to the next place. Fight the guys that want the place. Lose the place. It's like, come on, man. Enough already. I'm just tired.
1: I think that's what it is. It's not, I don't think that zombie fatigue. is just the storyline is fatigue. I mean, you're right. You're nailing it. Uh, what was it? Uh, Wood, Woodbury? Prison? Yep. All the same scenarios. Alexandria? Whatever you want to call it. Same thing. You know? The rise and fall. I, mean, I was hoping the rise and fall. by the time yeah. they
0: got to by the time they got to Negan that the show on T V would have been where they built up Alexandria enough to where they like had a full on war with Negan. That's what I wanted to see. Was let's just see all of our survivors completely go to war. And I I mean, I don't know, I, I, I did not watch the second half of season eight, so maybe it happened in there. I started watching it. They did the Carl episode, which I had mad respect for the way they gave Carl his little send-off there. And then the next episode was about Carl's letters. I'm like, dude, we just did the Carl episode. <laughs> you
1: know? That's where you lost me, okay? Because yeah. I'm a, a big fan of the comic book. And Carl's story is a big story, story arc in season yeah. nine. They can, whole they, can, thing. they
0: can shuffle that around. I'm not I'm not convinced I'm that
1: not, that. No, well, for me it was because I, I was already getting tired of the show. So I, I I was looking for Negan and I don't think they delivered. I mean I mean, you know, give it up to Morgan, where the guy's name Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, man. He, yeah, yeah, he, he's nailing the role. Yeah, but but just, the you know,
0: story point is point lacking point. of his performance. Yeah. Like his performance. Yeah is beyond what the story is able to provide, you know. It, it's like it's not doing him justice, and that's a shame.
1: It's a big shame. It's a, it's a letdown, and, and that was yeah. a downfall for me. And where I, like, I, after a Carl episode, I think that was the last one I watched. And I, I just, I haven't gone back. And I, I have no interest.
0: And uh, a every, everything I'm
1: seeing felt, about-
0: well, a lot of people felt that they messed up the governor's storyline. But I kind of thought that the governor storyline was sort of a prelude to how Rick got ready for this fight, and it seems almost like they're just doing the governor story again. It just isn't interesting. Yeah,
1: there's, there's nothing to draw me. Yeah, you remember know, back in the day, yeah, the, the only the difference is <laughs> yeah.
0: What's with the saviors is this is what the uh, Woodbury people would have been like if Rick got to them like a year later.
1: Yes, you could say that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. And uh, and and that's where um, I feel that I don't know what the story runners are trying to do now. I know they're trying to change it up, but at the same time, you're I'm not asking you to cater to the comic book fans of it, but at least make it interesting enough for me. I know. Or, yes, I read the comic book. Let's do something different with it, which I understand. But I just don't know where they're going. It seems like a lot, like I said, obviously they always melt the episodes. There's so much material in those comic books. I don't know why they didn't go through some other story ideas. I don't know. It's just, it's a mess. It's a mess.
0: The the Walking Dead writers have allowed themselves to become that zombie from season two that's aimlessly walking through that field. Uh And that's what the writers are right now. They're just wandering around. I don't know. (laughs) There's a story around yeah. here somewhere, man.
1: Did they revive this log? Let's do a story about this log and how it affected the zombie apocalypse. do that. Let's do that, and that's the Let's thing, do that is, episode. Like,
0: they spent so much time building Rick into a badass, and this is what I expected. Because think about it. Between what happened in Woodbury, right? Between how he diplomatically... Became part of of the Green family in a sense. You know, I mean, he he literally used diplomacy on that season to get to be part of the family. He ends up using, tried to use a little diplomacy, but ends up, you know, having to finally fight against uh, Woodbury. Shows compassion Uh by taking in Woodbury's people. Like all these steps seemed like it was building to who he was going to be against Negan. And then for six episodes whatever, seven, eight episodes really that I watched total, it just never did anything. It's like, come on, man, use this shit. Yeah,
1: it and was I a, it, yeah,
0: they needed to bring Rick down, but they did that. They really they brought him to rock bottom and it's like, okay, now let's get him back up and let's get fighting.
1: Mm-hmm. And you gotta you gotta admit, I've been waiting for Negan for at least for two seasons. Uh wait oh, for Negan want, to get
0: some. Seasons ago, I remember.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was frustrating to see where it is. I mean, I'm shocked that I'm out of the series where I was waiting for the one character, which I knew but as awesome with Rick, and they just failed. Yeah. Failed. Failed to capture with a comic book. Man, that comic book, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get to the next page. It was crazy. But yeah. know, maybe because that was the person I ever saw anything like that, And I guess my expectation might be too high for the TV series. I don't know. It's it it, it, it can go either way. Maybe I am a fan. Yeah.
0: See, I don't think your expectations are too high for the TV series. I think that your expectations are too high for for TV writers and and uh, the executives of the channels. I think that's what ends up kind of bringing it down. Like, oh, let's make it more of this. Let's you know, let's kind of try to push it this way, that way. And I think that's really the issue. They they need to the Kirkman should have been like, look, I'm the director, I'm the leader here. We need to follow a path that I'm gonna set, and then let let Kirkman be in charge of what changes go. And I think to a point he was, but I don't know like now like how much he has any say in it.
1: I, I don't think that my dog, I mean, she's got his mind's on other projects, you know, like Walking Dead. Exactly, he's you know, busy now. Yeah, so Walking Dead ran its course. I mean, this might be the last season. I, I wouldn't be surprised that they don't announce that either this season is the last or season ten is gonna be the last season. They need to. I mean, I, I don't. I, I mean, give,
0: it's, maybe they it's ran been it long.
1: a long. Time. <laughs> yeah, maybe the fact that a lot of episodes were wa- I mean, milk that has hurt the overall arc of the whole show. If you yeah. tighten, like you can cut out maybe two episodes each season it would have been a much tighter, a much better story, and maybe maybe we would have so much fatigue of what they've done because of a lot of the episodes where they just milk it just to get 16 episodes out of it. When they could have well, done it in was, maybe 12.
0: It's funny. When, when I was a fan of Lost, I was really into it. And when they announced well we're only going to go to season 6, right? They 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 called an end date early on. Like in, in season 3, at the end of season 3, they were already saying what their end season was going to be. And at the time I didn't get it. But I now I kind of realized the advantage to that is it lets you plan your where's your story going. You know what I mean and, and okay, it can be argued the lost the never knew where their story was going. But They
1: just let's do some crazy shit this week.
0: But the thing is that <laughs> we'll with, with Walking thing. Dead, I think it was a different animal because of the comic book. It already had a path. And if they said, look, we're going to go this many seasons and call it quits, I think they actually could have told the story they wanted, and they would have kept on actors like Chandler Riggs who wouldn't have wanted to leave the show after all this time. They would have been fine with making it to the ending. It almost They would have seen the finish line. And they'd be like, "Yeah, I can do it. I'll just stick with it. I can stick with it." And, and they would have held out to the end. But with just that, hey, who knows? What it can go on forever, you know. And even Kirkman said, "I can pass it to a whole other group. It doesn't need to even be Rick." That's true. But come on, man, you're you're burning this out already, you know? Yeah, but,
1: but even if you can do that, how much can you do? It's just yeah. a bigger fortress, and it falls. A uh, big now we're about the size of a small town. Okay, now the size of the city, and now these two cities, now I mean, we you can't go anywhere. Aliens are next, when there's nothing left. You, all you can do is just say the government comes over and, I mean, well, I don't know. I can't think anything that will move the story into an interesting level. I can't. I, I mean, I'm not just giving up. I, would, I put thought in this. I don't know what I would do to make the story stand out, do something Dude, this,
0: different. This man has stayed up nights thinking about this shit, let me tell you right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but think but about this, I like think the about show. everything that, that the last stuff that you remember from the show, was there any like dangling thing that you were like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what they do to resolve that?"
1: No, I haven't felt that way since season, I mean, maybe
0: that's, up to season I It's like when they went to the break on the first half of season 8, it wasn't like, "Oh shit, when they come back, it's going to be you know, and they came back, and I knew it because they they telegraphed it from last season with Carl's bite. Man, if they really wanted to do that shit right, they should not have note, shown that until the season one where Carl died, or you know, the second half of this season when Carl died. They revealed the zombie thing, and by the end of the episode, he's gone. Man, everybody in the every fan would have been on the
1: floor, like holy shit, what just
0: happened? You know I mean? Well I
1: tell you what. I I'll tell you what. I thought they're gonna give you the biggest cliffhanger and, and deliver I mean, I really, I, I have I told I told you there was a way that he could survive that fight. It'll have been part of the storyline and it mm-hmm. would have been a, like you all would call it bullshit, but when it was revealed, you know, oh shit. And that, that's a lot has to do with with season nine or the next season or the next evolution of yeah. villainy in the next movie next season. I already know what it's gonna be. <laughs> and that would have tied in to the next season and yeah I would have left that cliffhanger that, that should have been a cliffhanger for the end of season 8 that's when they made a mistake oh, for the I mean, first just, half they, yeah or the you know, first half they could have been a great cliffhanger and you know, like, how do you survive that shit that could be a whole mystery of the, rest of the second half and have that reveal in season 9 but um, they didn't do it well, but I, was, I really thought I called it Think about
0: all the other mid-season breaks. Like, I remember we were just like, holy shit, I can't wait till it comes back. I mean, maybe not necessarily on a Breaking Bad level where it was like, wow, what are they going to do to get out of this? But it was just interesting, and you knew something was coming. And, yeah, the the way they've milked everything, like you keep saying, they keep milking it and milking it. It gets hard to have any faith in those writers. It's getting to be... This is what it would have been like if you've lost 10, eight seasons. You know, it would have just been like, dude, you keep pulling the rug out. From <laughs> that's what I mean. You can only deal with them not delivering for so long. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, now you have to deliver, and they and that's the problem. Yeah,
1: you know what? You're they right. Have they should cap their own, have own show. show. Yep. They should. I. Like, you know should. what? Yeah, we're only doing it, this, in that set the expectations? Everybody knows what they expect. You're right, the writers can write an ending because they only have two seasons left. It'll make a right, much no, tighter, okay, tighter
0: we, need to, we need to hit certain elements of this story in order to complete it by that deadline. And then they would yeah. they would be telling the story with a little more urgency than I think they are right now. Yeah.
1: Oh, then maybe maybe they'll realize how much they screwed up and fixed it next season. It's a possibility, it, you never know.
0: And for the fans out there, don't get me wrong. I probably will just power cycle all these, the rest of season eight one of these days. It's not, you know, maybe even before nine starts. And I may come in and watch the the pilot about, you know, the first, not the pilot, but the first episode of season nine, again, just to see where they're
1: at or what they're doing.
0: But I really have no intention of carrying on. It's just not, I don't know. Oh, no, no. Yeah,
1: I don't I, I, I like this. Oh, I'm seeing some pictures, some images, like I always do. I'm like, whatever. I, and I'll see the trailer, and I'll say whatever. And then, like you said, i probably watch it just to see. You never know. Maybe do something right.
0: Hey, you never know. And, hey, enough of these broken dreams. Let's talk about Star Wars. How about
1: that? <laughs> broken dreams. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, I mean, I, this, yeah, go, ahead,
0: go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I know there's people that have mixed feelings about episode... Uh, oh not a, well episode seven was okay I really liked rogue one personally I'm kind of looking forward to the individual stories probably not so much the obi one Kenobi story i really don't that's not to me that doesn't sound as interesting I want to see villains man I want to see and this is where disney's missing the the mark like they need to start embracing the darker side of these stories and let's see what do, tell me, we already saw a Darth Vader's origin story, we don't need to see any more of that, but let's do a Boba Fett retrospective, which I hear they're doing, let's see something about maybe a Jedi that we don't even know, we never met who started on the light side and fell to the dark side, let's tell stories that are just different, that see such a vast universe and it's like, we're looking, well, it's like we're looking through a telescope backwards and we're seeing that tiny little speck as opposed to the grand picture
1: I, I really think Disney is trying to capitalize on something that you cannot do again. Star Wars right. Empire and Return of Jedi are anomalies; they're not going to happen again. And I think, and this is the part of I think a lot of problem with Star Wars fans: you're never going to capture the same feeling you had when you saw those three movies. You're, mm-hmm. you're a different person you are when you're a kid. And I think yeah. that, and I think a lot of the fans get angry. Because they're not having that youth. That that was how like, Star Wars was to me. It meant a lot to me. And you guys totally changed it. You know what? It's for another generation. The thing is, the people who are complaining about it are over 40 years old. Those are the people <laughs> who are complaining about Star Wars. That okay? is such and a I mean, good I'm,
0: observation. You're absolutely you know, and, right.
1: And and the, the, the today's fans like Star Wars. It's not your Star Wars anymore. It's yeah. not. And I'm not saying anything bad about it. I like all my Star Wars I movies. Mean, I'll keep watching until the last... Hey, hey, Tony, you're going to die tomorrow? Why right? I not you watch the last trailer before I go? I will still watch Star Wars to the day I die. But my feelings for would have changed. I mean, I still like it. I love what they've done with it. But there's always something you're going to want to change. And I, I mean, I don't know me. I like talking about film. And I like changing no, stuff the
0: isn't, here. isn't the changing of it. Yeah. They're trying to capture a magic and an energy... That Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Terry Fisher—you know—they had this. But think about these—they were young, they were hungry, they were—you know what I mean. Watch an interview yeah, with Harrison Ford today. That dude is not hungry in the least. That guy has eaten; he's full. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love Harrison Ford. Don't get me wrong; I'm not talking shit. But I think he was more—the characters he were playing it seemed to have a little more. Uh, ambition behind them, with the way that he played them. You know what I mean. He still had the yeah. laid-back yeah. style. He, but but he had a different kind of urgency than he does in some of his characters lately. And that's to be said for anybody as they age. That's the way it is. And here they are trying yeah. to recapture that magic. A friend of mine. Uh, there was a, uh, to me, I think a tragic loss in the music industry this year was Vinnie Paul. Just recently died. He was the drummer from Pan- for Pantera. Now, I know you're not familiar okay. with it, but, but bear with me a second. Um, the, Pantera was a, they're a, a speed metal thrash band. They were one of the most intense bands of the 90s. You could not copy them. There was no way to copy this band. And a friend of mine asked me, oh, man, I, I thought maybe they'd do a reunion or something with the remaining members. They already had the guitarist, Dimebag Daryl, was shot and killed years ago. So they already were missing one guy. And I'm like, you know what? I go, I don't think they were ever going to be able to capture that again because the thing about Pantera was they were a certain energy for the time in their lives and the time of, of our world that just fit everything locked into place and it just worked for that time. You can't re, you can't build that again. It's that's magic. That's not something we have control over.
1: And that's exactly. what they're doing with yeah.
0: They're trying to pound it out. And it's like you
1: can't. Yeah. And you know what? You know you, you have the license of Star Wars. Expand it. Do more with it. I mean, yep. I this, you're you're trying to feed the old fans, but you know what? They're not going as much as you think. Take care of the youth. That's why I think the whole Ray and Finn. That's that's what you need to do. You need to move forward. Okay, yeah, Lucas Skywalker. Their story's ending. They're making sure they're they're killing them off. They're make they're making sure. Hey, we're moving forward, which is fine. Okay, I'm so fine real with real all quick, of that. Do I don't think time. it was
0: necessary. I don't think they even needed to show it. They, they could have come on and been like, yeah, Kylo killed Han years ago. It just not even had him in the movie, and I'd have been fine with that. You know?
1: All right. How much time do we have left? How are we doing? I don't
0: know. Uh, I haven't been paying attention. We have 25 okay. minutes left. I right, great. We've
1: great, been on great, great. for all 15 right. minutes, just... so. All right, cool. Let me just. To set this up, I want to talk about what I think would have made Star Wars The Last Jedi better. And you're a great person to talk to because you're going to call bullshit. Here we go. My only okay. problem with the movie, okay, I like Star Wars The Last Jedi, except for one part. And that's going to be the storyline of Finn and Rose. Okay? Now, here's, okay, take that whole storyline and yank it out, and this is what I would have done. And everything that was, that was pinpoint that needed to be told in the story is still going to be told in my version. Okay, here's what you do. Very simple. Okay, you still do the whole thing with um, Rose and his and sister. You know, all that stuff. Move, move, she dies and she's crying by the pods, right? You can still uh-huh. do a lot stuff. Okay. You can capture Finn and take him to um, Poe Dammer and tell him about this plan. Now, what you would have done different than instead of looking for some stupid code breaker that's over at some stupid uh, casino planet, Rose. Is the co-breaker. She has been training her entire life for this opportunity to show she's been down in the damn pipe place doing this other job, but here's the opportunity. Her sister just sacrificed her life. Now it's her chance to do something to get back at the Empire. You have motivation, you can work on a character, and here you go. How we get on a ship? Been been on that ship before, because that's the ship he was on before he went to Jack 2 in the first movie. Gets him the ability to take them where they need to go. Is that good so thing? And they
0: even could have used it as. Because think about it, she was not a soldier; she was an engineer. She, you know what I mean? She was a yeah. different yeah. kind of person, and, and you can't make somebody who's not a soldier a soldier if it's not something natural to her or something she's been trained uh-huh. for. You can't just be like, uh-huh. you know, oh, it's it's just she's a soldier now. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's the trouble it's, they almost seem like they flipped a the switch on her and gave her all this courage, and where I would have rather had her yeah. been almost. The damsel in distress, but the but as the story went through, like she could find that courage and find her voice and find you know what I mean and end up saving the day oh. by the end. And that would oh, have yeah, been yeah, badass wait, 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 wait. It would have been a great story arc. Instead they made okay, her this...
1: So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So hold on, hold on. There's more, there's more. Okay, so the wait, oh, there's, is, there's the, more. <laughs> there's a lot more. So now Finn's story is this. He knows the ship, he knows where he need to go and I can get you there, okay? She yeah. co breaks into the ship, right? Instead of going to the plane, they go right to Freaking Snoke's ship. Now, this Absolutely. is part of where it gets interesting, okay? So now, the whole part of the force field, Captain uh. is right behind that um, guy. Hey, what's going on over there? Oh, there's something wrong on the force field. I don't know. So she calls bullshit or whatever. She goes, what's in that area? And she starts investigating and start, the whole cat and mouth trying to find what's going on there. So you got oh, Captain Mazda.
0: an intense <laughs> story there. You can follow so me bad. so far.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now you can still you can still do the whole thing of of um somebody helping Finn. Like maybe one of his boys. No, he's a traitor. He maybe want to help him. So you got that. You got the whole the whole thing of the little kids Jedi's. You think this saw new kids being brought on the ship. That was Finn. That was Finn. You can learn more about his character being brought on the ship, being trained to be a stormtrooper. You built. See, what I'm saying you got all those elements still in there, but you're on the ship, and you got your characters doing the work. Not fighting some random dude who might be playing on uh, playing craft at a casino. That was straight bullshit. Okay, so now you still have Captain they're chasing after them, but you go all that to the point where um, they capture them. Now, right when they get through all that fighting, about to kill them, you do the whole space, you know the uh, t- um, or the hyperspace through the ships. You mm-hmm. blow it up. If there's your freaking cliffhanger right at the end of the second act. And you know what? You don't even think about Finn and Rose the whole third act. You got your cliffhanger because what happened to him on the ship? You stick with Ray and you stick with um, Kylo and all that stuff down to the planet. You don't need Finn and Rose. All that stuff could have been done. You look at that scene on the planet, the mm. uh, salt planet. If you take out yep. Rose and Finn, it doesn't change anything. Another yep. reason why it will be a great cliffhanger like, what the hell happened to them on that ship? We'll be talking yep. about that right now. Did they survive? What happened to BB-8? I mean, that, that, that ship was doing... They killed everybody. They We'll be talking about right now. What a great cliffhanger they could have done. And, and those characters will have been even a stronger presence in the next movie. And, and you're, you're right also, back to the
0: rest of the movie. Let, let, let me pull it back a little bit. Like, let's say they even wanted to introduce another character, right? This... I can't remember the character's name, but Benicio del Toro played him. I don't know about you guys out there, but whenever I see Benicio del Toro on screen, my first thought is don't trust him.
1: <laughs> how many
0: characters do we got to see this guy play before you learn don't trust him?
1: <laughs> and how convenient that he was in the jail with him and That's my whole problem. But see,
0: well, then see this not, is, I mean, hear, hear me out, this is what I would do. So, say they wanted to add him, right? You yeah. could have had where you could have had instead of having um I can't remember her name, the one with the glasses from the planet that was having the trade dispute that she didn't want to talk about.
1: Well uh, oh, oh you're talking about um I know you're talking about orange. Lady, girl. Lady. I know I know you're talking
0: about. Yeah, if, 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 you're Whoop, talking if Whoopi about. Goldberg was an alien, she would be that lady. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I know
1: you're uh...
0: Yeah. Instead of her giving them the clue, like they didn't need her in this story, they they could have uh, left that character for the next episode if they if they're going to use her at all. I don't know, but we didn't well, need to see up. that little they, tiny thing. It was unnecessary. It was it was lip service but the, to whatever. Right here, check it out. So instead of her, you have Rose, who's already like as soon as this shit's going on, she's hacking into the emperors uh, into these Star Destroyers, you know, especially a big-ass one, Snoke's ship, that shows up, right? Uh-huh. And so they're, she's hacking into this shit, trying to figure out weaknesses or whatever. And she's like, wait a minute, I came across this guy. I know who this is. You know what I mean? I remember these, there was some stories, there was this, there was that, or whatever, and she can know who he is somehow. And, you know, uh-huh. we got to go get him. And they go over there to get him. And then he does the betrayal, just like he was going to do, because that's fine. that's that's part of storytelling. And that's where Rose gets her courage to be like, look, i can do, I can do what he can do. Let me fucking do it. you know what I mean? And boom, all of a sudden she takes that part because he never was necessary I, to that end.
1: you know I I, I, can, I can see that that's a great improvement. I, I can totally see that, and you're right. and it, it, yeah, yeah, that would have worked. But do you understand if we remove the whole head and bite, do all the same shit on the smoke ship. It would make yeah. sense because that whole hyperspace, leaving the scene of the crime and flying back to it, was ridiculous. I'm sorry, they're Ryan. Trying, they're I'm trying
0: to scared. show, hey, this is a big universe, but the whole thing is we know that already. They've gone to great lengths to show us that, especially in episode seven, where. Not seven, episode. I don't fucking know. I'm lost already. In, in Force. Uh, <laughs> was it Force Rises, Wakens? <laughs>
1: Force
0: Awakens. Uh, Force episode Awakens seven. they um they uh the fuck was I gonna say? This is why you don't do podcasts when you're high people. Uh, the uh episode seven they had the Star Killer base and they showed this is a big ass universe. They took out an entire star system. You know what I mean? We get they it. It's so it would have been so <laughs> awesome if it would have been so awesome if episode eight had the condensed like we're just focusing on this one location, you know what I mean? And you've got the other, you got the little offshoot thing with Rose and and not Rose Ray and uh, and Skywalker, so you had that uh, all off private thing already, and you tell the yeah. rest of the story in this claustrophobic. And think about that idea of a star system being claustrophobic, but that's and, the and, thing. No, I that's really thought that what they're going
1: to do. I was yeah. I was on board for that. I was imported to the freaking hyperspace of that planet. I was like, "What the heck? What? That's what?" Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. It, it was like so got,
1: unnecessary. If you're bit, oh my goodness, a, a classic, perfect episode of Star Wars because it was great. It was a chase, and it, yeah. it was a great story, and going back and forth. You still had your Star Wars element, but you, I mean, if you show the peril. I mean, you're almost mirroring Empire Strikes right Back a little because you got uh, the same thing going on with um, Luke and Ray, which was fine. I have no mm-hmm. problem with that whole Luke thing. because that's what you want, just Luke fine. That, I don't have a problem with it. I can see. But it almost seems like
0: it almost seems like somebody was looking at the story, and the story was just like we're talking about this little chase part and the Skywalker part. And they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, Empire, they went to here, and they went to Dagobah, and they went to Bespin, and went, how come we're not doing that? You know what I mean? It's almost like they panicked and wrote that fucking gambling planet in just at the last minute for no reason.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I totally agree. They could have cut it out. And I've been more impressed and they just stuck it. That could have been a heist part of it because you have yeah, Captain Phasma. You can make him a badass now because she's on a hunt. Make her a badass chasing after Finn. Yeah. Imagine, cause how many times have you seen in the movies where um, they mess with the, the S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, oh, just don't worry about it. Nah, fuck that. Why is it? What's over there? What could be, what could be, um, could be, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, exploited, you know? What can be exploited exactly. over here? Oh, there's a door over here. And, and that could oh, be the shit, whole thing. Like, to
0: like to Phasma, to even somebody could have been like, oh, it's no big, deal. big deal. And Phasma could, could come back, not necessarily saying the dialogue because it would be bulky, but just with the attitude everything we've learned of the rebels so far, and you're going to just be like, oh, it's okay, don't worry about it. No, these guys, that's exactly the weakness of the exploit.
1: Yeah, and, that's, and that's why they've had a bad issue on the case. She's right. On, hey, they got around, uh, the, they
0: got around the first Death Star by finding the tiniest little uh, porthole exploit. They got through the yeah. second Death Star by destroying the shield and getting through that. So now it's like, wait a minute, the shield went down. They're coming. There's something going on right now, and she should and have gone out. And, and you
1: know what? And then you're you're saying, you "Know what? These are smarter people. They know what's going on." And that's what what you would do. That's not supposed yeah. to happen. What has gone over there?
0: Like I so, love in yeah. in the Star Wars Battlefront two in the in the very lame single player game. And I'm sorry if you liked it. Uh, it was tedious. I I tried to love it. I really wanted to love it. But there was one thing when they. We're on the planet at the very beginning of the game, and the Death Star explodes. Spoiler alert! And the Death Star explodes, and and she's pissed off. She's like, "Look, somebody dropped the ball again. They they misunder they underestimated our I almost said misunderestimated. little George Bush creeping back in, and uh, but uh, they they underestimated their enemy, and they paid the price. And actually, their people pay the price. That's what she was so mad about." all the lives that were lost because some idiot didn't think about all the possibilities. And so that's what she was mad about. I love that. That's what they should carry into these films. Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? Well, and, um,
0: we're not going to fall for the same shit over and over again. On.
1: Okay. Now, now here's the thing. This is why I I, I do like Star Wars because they did something that I have never even thought of until everybody had the, the oh shit moment when she started turning that ship around and the hyperspace mm-hmm. through all of that. Yeah. I was, I'd never, never, I in my entire life being a Star Wars fan, I never thought you'd have a weapon like that. That was yeah. crazy. That was insane. And you know what? That's what rebels do, man. Is a, oh, yeah, watch this, bitch. Boom!
0: Yeah, you want to see what hope looks rebels. like? Here comes right up your ass, man, you know? <laughs> and,
1: and you see, we're talking about how that was tied into that cliffhanger with Rose and um, Finn. Yeah. Because, you wouldn't know uh, what happened be, to
0: them. You you also would not know what happened to Ray and Kylo. Ky- oh no, Kylo was on the planet already. Where was Ray at that point? I... She took she,
1: off. She took off. She took
0: she, off. So what? She went like back to go to Luke's planet or something. I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, that's she, weird. Yeah. He, he, he,
1: even Kylo says she left. She took off. You know, she got she
0: away. He said. so disappointed when she gets back to Luke's planet.
1: <laughs> but you see, you I'm know, they could still. Okay, you could have done everything with Ray and Kylo. I'm fine with that. But you left the cliffhanger with Ray, with Rose and Finn, that would be the talk right now. What about BBA? What happened to BBA? I don't know. When the last time we saw them, they were all in that one place, and the whole thing exploded. They all could have yep. fell. Some could have fell. Whatever. But that thing blowing up would have been, would have been crazy. And then yep. they could show how they escaped in the next well, one. That, that could be, that could be the
0: beginning of the next film. They could open it up right there, how they fucking escape that shit.
1: That would, been, that would have been epic. I've been talking, like, what, all oh, what? And, they and it would have I've set been...
0: Phasma up for the badass ending in the next episode where, you know what I mean, where now she was a formidable enemy. Because that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, Darth Vader started out badass, but if it wasn't what he did throughout uh, Empire Strikes Back, we really wouldn't have thought how badass he was. By the time it got to Jedi, we were like, this motherfucker's killing his own people. This guy, he's pissed. He's getting shit done. <laughs> he's
1: trying to kill, kill, his own, kill his own son. And uh, fuck this dude. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. He is, he's so into this mission, he's literally mutilated his own son, killed his own people, he did all this shit. So by the time when the Emperor is fucking him up, you really believe that, yeah, Vader's going to stand there and watch it happen because this is his. who he is. That's his mission. And then when he picks yep. up the Emperor, you're like, holy crap, when he's had enough. You're like, whoa, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's the thing is, if it wasn't for everything we saw in in Empire Strikes Back, I don't think that ending would have had the impact it had. And here they were, they had, like we said, a whole F, a whole uh, movie to build up Phasma to this badass status, and then boom, you have the payoff in the next movie, and that they, they screwed the pooch and they killed. Again, spoiler I- alert! They killed fucking Snoke off. In the dumbest way. Yeah. Of course, I got theory on that. I want to talk about. In
1: a yeah. Well, th- th- just to recap real quick, is that I mean the thing is, it could have been done. Uh, the whole thing. Yeah. I, mean, I am not. I am not a film, big, big guy. I've done a little film but I'm not damn a hot shit. But this, is, if Ray, the guy who made the script, Ray Johnson, if he gave it to me, he gives it in my comment. I would call him.
0: Yep. Uh, so here, really all quick, right. let me get into. I got a theory in the um, in the battle in the throne, throne room. All right, go ahead. Okay, so they're fighting, and Snoke is directly feeling out Kylo. Like he, that's his interest is how is this forming you? What's happening in this fight, right? And so he's directly focused on Kylo with all of his force and everything. So when that lightsaber starts turning. That ain't Kylo. That's Rey doing that shit. Rey killed Snoke.
1: Oh, really? You think so? And I
0: think that she was working in tandem. Like, it seems like Kylo and her have a force bond. In the video games in uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, they talked about force bonds and how they can work between two people. And I think that's what they're trying to allude to here a little bit, the thing going back and forth between... When she was on the island and feeling out Directly to him and literally having conversations Light years away I think that's part of that bond And so I think that she knew what Needed to be done because of Kylo Like I think he was feeding her But I think it was Ray that ultimately did it
1: That's interesting That's something to think about I don't know I would say no Because I think Ray. I don't see how Snook would not have seen
0: it coming If it was Kylo Snoke was focused on him. Snoke would have seen him doing it. He would have seen the process. Like, the fuck are you thinking of? Holy shit. You know what I mean? You would have been
1: honest.
0: <laughs> he had, t- he had uh, maybe, too much control maybe, over know, the situation. There's no way he wouldn't have felt that, that betrayal.
1: But, he, but then again, you're trying to tell me that Ray, who's still learning the force out, smarter the Emperor? I mean, Snoke? No, well, okay, no, again, again what I he, said, he,
0: what I said is, I think that she was working through her Force Bond with Kylo. Kylo fed her the knowledge. This is what needs. This is what you can do, and she went ahead and did it.
1: But it goes against saying that Snoke, Reed was in Kylo's head. He could have caught that shit. I no, no, saying, again,
0: but I, the the, for, the Force Bond would work different. Again, when I, I and then, unfortunately the movies it would never be able to explain it as well. Like, literally, the, the force bonds were down to where you felt each other in a different way. It wasn't about just mind reading or any of that. It was, it was different. And, and that's what I'm saying is I think that she just kind of got within her head, like, something that was out of Snoke's – like, I don't think Snoke understood the force bonds. I don't think he quite grasped what the connection they were having was. Huh. And, and that's what hopefully they use. They, I would love them to dive into that in, depth in episode 10 or the hell episode went to well, 9, I guess, right? I don't know. I lost there's, track there's
1: already. A a, a it's going to be like Friday the
0: 13th. They're going to have Star Wars X coming out soon. Watch out.
1: <laughs> well, you know, but again, see, we can talk about Star Wars and see the good and the bad, and, it, and I like that. But the story I hate it is just ridiculous and, and trying to, there's no way you're going to replace my favorite Star Wars movie with Empire Strikes Back, even with another Star Wars movie. It's not going to happen. That story was a sequel to Star Wars. That was freaking yeah. awesome. And then this, in return, close that whole story off. So that's in its own bubble. Anything else is just going to try to live that. Don't do it. And it's that's just, with all of the
0: cheesiness of a puppet Yoda. Think about that. They have this cheese ball fucking puppet. And by the end of Empire, man, you were believing it. It was Frank Oz and, and everybody. They brought that shit to life. And then you get well, into Jedi. In and you have children in fucking pajamas. The Ewoks and shit running around. And, again, the movie was, was... The story was good enough to where you could overlook that shit. And be like, it's still quality, you know? But
1: the, the thing that made me... I, the only... Beep. I have was Return of the Jedi. When I heard the reason why they made him Ewoks, they wanted Wookiees, but they couldn't afford all those costumes. I'm like, right. you gotta be kidding me! I would have, no, screw this. We got a hit here, man. We need to make what? All right, fine, we make them in cost another hundred grand or whatever. This is insane. That's the only reason why they did the Ewoks. Yeah. Only reason is because they couldn't afford to make them big size.
0: And the he funny thing is, is they, should, they should have changed it all together. They should have made it a different being then, you know?
1: i think be cool there were Wookiees. Can you imagine Wookiees and freaking Star was going at it?
0: Fucking would have been Come nuts. On. That, was,
1: that was a badass. And then they tried to do it in, in Revenge, and it wasn't much of it. It was cool the much that we saw, but I would love to see some hand-to-hand fights with a freaking Wookiee and rip off some for his arms off, which I thought they were going to do in freaking... Um, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> Force Awakens when Han got shot. What a great oh, a Wookiee yeah. uh, to pull out some arms. That would've been awesome. That would've been
0: that so, that's so funny because they did. They planted that seed, and and they never. And it didn't need to pay off in the original series. You just need to hear it. It was enough. But now that when they redid, you know, had one, two, and three that they did, in these other films, they have had opportunities to do something with that, and it doesn't need to be Chewbacca. It could have been in the prequels, and just some Wookiee could have got mad and fucking tore somebody's arm out. He'd be like, "Oh fuck, that's what Han was talking about," <laughs> you know. Everybody in the theater. Well, was-
1: well, well, you just gave it yourself away. He hasn't seen the Solo because they do that and. In- in Solo. Do they? Uh, Chewbacca, yeah, they pull arms off in um in Solo.
0: Uh, yeah. But see, it's <laughs> too little, too, and
1: it's funny because I'm, I'm glad
0: they did it, but to me it's too late already. It's like, well, I don't know. That That's Grandpa no, I, Ross right there. Why didn't they do it in my movie? <laughs>
1: again, over 40, that's all
0: I'm saying. Hey, he's hip, he's cool, he's 45. <laughs> Uh, but, you know,
1: the, the, the whole thing is that uh, the fact that we're talking about it, we could be talking about only six movies and a couple, and some Star Wars special and no one likes like to talk it about. But, look, we got, what, four more movies out since? So yeah. shut up. Be happy. And You got Star Wars movies. You always want them. And now next oh, year you're going to have a TV series. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So,
0: I just wish they would have done it back when I gave a shit a little more. But no, I'm not saying that's bad. But <laughs> I think it's so funny how Lucas was like, ooh, I want to keep this. And I think in a sense it was cool because if they would have done it before, like the technology today really lets them tell a pretty cool story. All the creatures are pretty believable. Most of the CGI doesn't look too cgi anymore. You know what I mean? They're starting to get that together. So I'm glad for that. And it would have looked cheeseball if they did it in the 80s. It would have been Star Trek, I think. But, man, once they started getting this technology, Lucas should have been cranking out films, or he should have at least been preparing stories so that they could use them.
1: Because that dude, he had a vision at
0: one time, you know?
1: Well, here's his problem, and he made made it very clear. He got mad at the fans because they they treated his fucking sequels like shit. Well, the mistake was that you filmed the first draft. That was your problem. I, I, don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. That, that's what you filmed. No, you're right. I got you're an right. example. The Walk the walk with Darkness is a first
0: draft. <laughs> it's up <some> for... <laughs> I love how you I, compare I mean, I mean, The Walk with mean, Darkness with A Phantom Menace. That's pretty cool, man. That's, I think I can. Hey, I think I can.
1: Build it up. Build it up.
0: <laughs> well, hey, we're down to our last minute. we got to wrap it up, as you can hear this lady. And uh, so this has been our first kind of comeback podcast. We're going to try to be doing something... Every Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, we're still working that out of every week. Um, we will definitely be having new content coming out. Do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Yeah. Rock with Dart has hit 106,000 views this week. It's a milestone. Wow. That's cool. Yes.
0: How many views did it have last month?
1: 25,000. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? That is cool, man. That's a big jump. So uh, more, I hope more and more success to so that. You know, get them views. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, go look for it on Tony Lamar. It's comic dot Tony Lamar, and uh, he'll you he, he can email him comic Lamar at iCloud, and he will uh, send you the link. We we're wrapping it up. I'm R- motherfucking Ross here in LA. Yeah, this Tony
1: Lamar.
0: Thanks for hanging All out. Right. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Don't you ever...